Diabetes Revolution podcast with Dr. Sarah Townley, the type 2 diabetes coach, clinical pharmacist, and mom of six angels. You don't have to struggle and fight with your blood sugars for the rest of your life. I'm here to teach you the skills you need to control and even reverse this disease. There is such a thing as getting off your meds and creating a future free from diabetes. And you can have it too. Let's get down to business. Hello, my friends. So good to be back here. It is fall in Montana, so I'm feeling those fall vibes with the sweaters and the fireplace on at night and those warm, yummy soups for dinner. So I hope that wherever you are in the world that you're getting to experience kind of that change in seasons, right? It's nice to have that change when you can. And I want to just thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast because this podcast is about to, it's well on its way to its 1000th download. And I just started this thing like in September, September 8th, I think was the first day I posted a podcast. So thank you so much for supporting this and listening to it and saving it. And if you know somebody who could benefit from it, I just want to ask you to share it with them because it can feel quite lonely out there in the world, right? (laughs) Um, Especially when you have a health condition like this where you're not really getting the support that you need from the people that you expect it from. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about your relationship with your doctor. And I have this cheeky sort of title to this podcast. It's called your doctor is not the boss of you. And of course, it's like, of course, they're not the boss of me, right? But really, I want to just challenge you. Is this not happening in some ways in your relationship with your doctor? Because let me just tell you what I saw a lot of in the doctor's office when I would see patients in the same exam rooms that their doctor would see them in. This podcast is for you. If you've ever lied to your doctor, if you've ever worried about your next A1C and the conversation that might happen after that, if you ever fear that your doctor might prescribe something to you that you don't want to take, if you don't ask for the time or ask the questions that you really have to get answered or need to get answered about your health and well-being, If you don't feel like your doctor, or sorry, if you feel like your doctor is blaming you ever, or even shaming you, or judging you, this podcast is for you. Because these behaviors, as awful as they sound, are pretty typical. And that's because we've been socially conditioned to see our doctors as an authority, right? Somebody who has power or authority over us. We have this belief that they know what's best for us, even when inside, in our gut, we're really disagreeing with how things are going. We think, okay, it's all right. My doctor knows what's best for me, and I just need to follow their instructions. And we've been conditioned to give our power away to this other person. And in that process, we become disempowered because we become dependent on another for our mental and physical well-being. See, we believe that we are supposed to do what our doctors tell us to do, even when we don't agree. 
We believe we're not supposed to ask too many questions or take up too much time. And we're definitely not supposed to ever question their judgment or straight up disagree with them. Okay. And so if any of this is going on in your relationship with your primary care doctor, and I don't care if it's a, you know endocrinologist, your dietitian, whoever you're seeing, I want you to see, are, is this pattern happening in any of these, di- in these relationships that I have? Because I want to know, is this a relationship that's serving you? If you feel inferior to your doctor and uncomfortable, Asking them to explain again what is happening, is that serving you? If you leave with a prescription that you have no idea what it is for or how it will solve your problem, is this serving you? If your doctor thinks that you're doing one thing and you're in fact doing something completely different, how could this be serving you? 20 to 30% of prescriptions that are written in the U.S. for medications are never filled. And like 50% of meds for chronic diseases aren't even taken according to their instructions. How is this serving anybody? I want to show you a different approach because I believe that it will serve you. And I believe it will serve your doctor. Your relationship with your doctor is truly more like a partnership. You're not inferior to your doctor. In fact, you hire them to consult on your problem. They are your paid consultant. And think of this. I worked with doctors for over a decade in in medical settings. And these doctors don't have an easy job, okay? They work really, really hard, and their training is really rigorous. And I just want to tell you that they want to serve you. They This this is what they show up to work every day to do. It's their purpose. They wouldn't be there if it was just for the money. I guarantee you that because their job is so demanding so emotionally and physically demanding, and most of them work way more than what is healthy for a you know, work-life balance. These people are doing this because they want to do something good in the world. They want to help people. Now, if you don't feel this way about your doctor, if you don't feel that you have trust with them or a connection with your doctor, why are you still asking them to help you? Why are you giving them all the power in your relationship? If you ever feel judged, blamed, or even shamed ever, how is this acceptable? Because there's no room for this when your best interest is being observed. And if you don't feel safe to tell the truth, this is the biggest red flag that it's time to try a different provider. So let's look at what this really looks like. I have had many clients relate. I can't even, I can't even describe some of the most painful, um, just judgmental things that have been said to my clients or even my friends by their doctors and how emotionally traumatic that that can be. 
And when I think about what judgment does, it really separates you from a person. It disconnects you from them. And it also makes creates a dynamic where they don't hear you. And so judgment is never going to be a useful thing to experience in your doctor's office. Now, I want to share with you that most of my clients have some amount of this going on in their relationships with their doctors. It's a rare thing for one of my clients to feel entirely and unconditionally supported by their doctor. Okay, so maybe that's not, you know, the most uh, like reasonable goal to have (laughs) is unconditional love from your doctor. (laughs) But I want to tell you about just a really simple example of this because I think it might hit home for most of you. So one of my clients, totally like not a extraordinary case, right? She's was reversing her diabetes in like two months <laughs> and she was just on metformin. And she was telling me she had a lot of angst about going to the doctor and asking this doctor if he would take her off metformin. And I wanted, I wanted to get really clear on what was causing her angst. It wasn't what the doctor might say or do. Okay, it was her own story or her own thoughts about what might happen in this appointment that was creating this anxiety for her. For her. And so I got curious and started asking her questions because that's what coaches do. <laughs> and I asked her, hey, do they know that it's your goal to get off of metformin? Do they know that that's really important to you? Do they understand your goal is to completely reverse your diabetes and manage it entirely with your lifestyle? Eliminate it. And create a life that doesn't include ever having diabetes. Do they know this about you? When you tell them what's important to you, do they listen to you? And do you believe they respect your right to choose? They respect your decisions. If the answer to any of these questions is no, then I want to ask you, why Do you put their opinion of you or what you are choosing or deciding above your own? That's a really important question to consider in any kind of relationship where you keep elevating other people's opinion of you and your choices above your own. But we're talking about with a doctor. And this is something that is very serious. I'm very passionate about it. Because the truth is, is that you are the only one who gets to decide what's best for you. You can ask for people's opinions, but the bottom line is you always get to choose. Nobody can make you do anything. And if you're clear on what you want, you should be able to honor that, whether you're in a doctor's office or anywhere else. Now, if this podcast drew out for you some really deep concerns that you have with your current doctor and you want to explore finding a new one, I have a couple questions for you that you could ask that might help you select one that would be a supportive experience. The first one is ask your doctor or your potential doctor, what does shared decision making with your patients look like to you? This concept of shared decision-making, they will be familiar with because in most primary care centers or organizations, healthcare organizations around, probably around all of the Western world, 
they like to use these term this terminology and these terms because it sounds really caring, okay? <laughs> and it's like a cultural, you know, they're trying to shift the culture to be more caring in healthcare. And so the shared decision-making concept should not be confusing to your doctor. <laughs> and basically what you want to know is what does it look like when they're working together with the patient to decide what the next best approach or strategy is going to be. Does that involve discussion? Does that involve weighing all your options and your pros and cons? Does that involve trying it your way sometimes? What does that look like? Okay, the second question is very simple, but I think is worthwhile asking your doctor is, do you believe that it is possible to reverse type 2 diabetes. The reason why I would ask this question is because a person, a doctor, who would acknowledge that it's possible would be acknowledging much more than just the possibility of reversing diabetes because in healthcare, they are not trained to do this. And so to acknowledge that it's possible means that they would be acknowledging that modern medicine has its limits and that there are other ways to think about and approach this problem that they are open-minded to. And that's what you really want. You want a doctor who is open-minded, who wants to listen and consider that they may not have all the answers and that they might not know what's best for you, but want to support you despite that. Not be the hero, but just be a guide, just be supportive. That's the kind of doctor you want in your corner. All right, so I hope that this podcast, if you haven't ever gained any awareness around a dynamic in your relationship with your doctor, I hope that this podcast shed some light on that because this relationship in our culture is so deeply ingrained and so dogma that most of us have not just gained awareness about it, but questioned it, right? Because once you have awareness of it and you question it, you have the ability to choose and intervene. And it's one of those things that I've noticed can become so just widely accepted that we don't even say, hey, wait a second, this is not how it's supposed to be or the way that I want it, and I deserve better than this. All right, so that's what I wanted to tell you, and now I want to tell you about something that I ate that was delicious. (laughs) Um, It was so good that I made it two weeks in a row for my family, and then I ate the leftovers for like two more meals each week, and I'm wondering when I'm going to make it again. Now, when I share a recipe with you, I always will link to it in the notes if it's something that there's a legit recipe for out there. But I'll tell you that when I was telling some of my friends about this recipe, they were like, well, yeah, of course, I love that. And I thought, why was I so late to the party? Like, I didn't know about this. (laughs) So the recipe I'm going to share with you is called Egg Roll in a Bowl. It's basically the contents of an egg roll without the outside outer shell, right? And so it's vegetables and eggs and meat. And I used sausage, but the recipe calls for like ground turkey or something like that, I think. And fresh, fresh ingredients. Fresh ingredients just make it so yummy. 
And I topped my egg roll in a bowl with fresh cilantro, but I also topped it with something that is very special to me that I will also share with you. And it is a recipe for a childhood favorite food of mine. So I am half South Korean. And my mom cooked for me her ethnic food as I was growing up. And one of my favorite things to eat that she would make me was cucumber kimchi. And it's really simple to make. Fresh cucumbers and green onion mixed with delicious spices and um, like a base of vinegar. And it's delicious. And so I just put that on top of my egg roll in a bowl and I was so happy. And so I will share those with you in the show notes. And I just want to tell you, I'm thinking about you all the time. And if you ever think of me and you want to tell me something, you can reach me. You can go to my website, saratownley.com, and fill out a contact me form. Now, if you're really interested in working with me, I do a free one-hour consult with people who are interested in that. And you can book that or request that on my website as well. But if you just want to say hi, I want to hear you. I want to see you. I want to know you. So please do reach out if ever you want to ask me something or just tell me that you are appreciating this podcast and it's changing your life because that's what I show up to do every day. All right. Have a great week and I'll see you guys next week. High five for tuning in with me today. You are getting smarter and stronger when you show up for yourself this way. You can get more free tools to help you control type 2 diabetes on my website, sarahtownley.com. And if you're serious about ending your struggle with diabetes, join my membership, The Diabetes Revolution, where you work with me in a community of people just like you. See you on the next episode.